welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and retreats into our anger for every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at MCU underscore Rewind, and give us that five-star rating on whatever podcast app you're currently using. Also, let us know what you want to hear in the Scroll episode by t- uh, touching base with us on social media. Or by uh, talking to us uh, via email at mcrewind at gmail.com. And with that, today's episode is Luke Cage Season 2, Episode 3, Wig Out. Original drop date on Netflix, June 22nd, 2018. Yeah, and here is a general summary of what happened in this episode. Continuing from last week's episode, Luke Cage deals with the realization that he almost killed Cockroach. Could he be a bad guy? Nah. Anyway, Claire, the nurse who only works at night, shows up to make sure Cockroach is stabilized. It's not looking good, uh, especially because if Cockroach dies, Luke Cage might go back to prison. Moving on, Luke looks for Nigel, which won't work because Bushmaster already killed him, but he follows a guy uh, to Bushmaster, and then some stuff happens there. Uh, Let's move on, because apparently I forgot to finish writing that sentence. Mm. Uh, Moving on, Bushmaster says he hates Luke Cage because people love him, and Bushmaster wants to take over all of Harlem, so he needs needs their love, Uh, not not Luke Cage getting any of their love. It's all, all for him. Uh, separately, Mariah has some kind of political fundraiser for her family first initiative. After that, she blackmails uh, Piranha Jones to get him to vote for selling his company. Moving on, Claire goes to see Luke's dad for dating advice. This leads her to realize she loves Luke, and that's why the next step for the two of them as a couple is to argue about who dealt with more racism growing up. This ends with Luke angrily hitting the wall, and Claire breaks up with him and leaves the show. Misty interrogates Cockroach in the hospital. It doesn't go anywhere, she gets yelled at by her boss, but gets told that she can't get fired, which makes her angry, I guess? Um, anyway, because of this, Misty hangs out with Colleen Wing, the best part of the Iron Fist show. They work out, then grab an adult beverage, which of course leads to a bar fight. And, of course, they win. Uh, separately, uh, we see that Billy works for the Jamaicans. Billy's that like waitress lady that Mariah hired a while ago, basically to seduce Piranha Jones. Uh, and finally, the episode ends with Luke getting knocked out by Bushmaster. Dun dun dun. dun, dun, dun. All right, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away. Look, I don't want to hurt you. You didn't see that coming? What you got, Al? All right. So um, what I'm going to say starts out sounding like it's not a good one, but just keep listening. It it is okay. All right. All right. So uh, Claire and Luke's dad talk about uh, the fictionalized movie about the Titanic called Titanic. Uh, So in this movie uh, at the end, so spoiler alert for anyone who's not seen that movie. Uh, in this movie, Jack dies at the end because he can't fit uh, on the door with Rose, and he you know dies and drowns. Uh, this was tested by the MythBusters, and then uh, they said that it was plausible uh, that there was enough space for Jack, but also means plausible that there wasn't when when they did the testing. So um, they they tried it a couple of times. Some ways it worked, some ways it didn't, just depending on you know people and all that stuff. Uh, in addition to that, James Cameron, who was on that episode of Mythbusters, he said, uh, and I'm quoting here, I think you guys are missing the point here. The script says Jack died. 
he has to die. So maybe we screwed up and the board should have been a little tiny bit smaller, but the dude's going down, end quote. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. How does that connect to behind the scenes, large MCU, or other Easter eggs to do with the Marvel? Oh. Well, it's an Easter egg. They they put an Easter egg to the movie Titanic in. in no, the they just mentioned the movie Titanic. That's an Easter egg. I think, I think uh, our next scroll episode has been decided. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure that this is an Easter egg. <laughs> I need a better definition of Easter eggs from you, Tony. <laughs> All right, looking it up. All right, yeah, let's get an, an actual definition here. <laughs> Let's see. Well, that's doesn't not helpful. <laughs> no, it's just like a message, image, or feature hidden in a video game, film, or other unusually an electronic medium. Okay, I mean, I think that's exactly what happened here. But okay, fine. Keep looking on the internet for something that uh, is more agreeable with right, your right, definition. Right, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll just go with that one. We'll go with the one that Google's algorithm told us to, which is the one I read. Mm-hmm. So, a message, oh, no. image, or hidden feature hidden in a video game, film, or other, uh, or other that's usually in an electronic medium. So that was so, not hidden. That was not hidden at all. <laughs> okay, so here's another question. Okay. Um, a couple weeks ago, when we were doing uh, Cloak and Dagger, in the penultimate mm-hmm. episode, I think it, it mm-hmm. was uh, one of the Easter eggs we talked about was the uh, the the image of uh, Stan Lee. It was like, uh, yeah, it was just on the wall, right? And they, yeah, they kind of lingered, right, to like make sure you you saw it right there. Mm-hmm. Does that count as an Easter egg? Yes, because they weren't talking about. Mm-hmm. It was just a background thing. It's something that could have been missed. I mean, okay, all right, yeah, okay. And then separately, uh, is it uh, same? Mm, it might have been the same episode, Cloak and Dagger, uh, but there was a point where I already forgot the names of uh, the rich guy in charge of, of uh, <laughs> Roxxon. Uh, yeah. He was saying something about you know energy, blah, blah, blah. We have to keep up with the Starks and the Rands. Does that count as an Easter egg? I do not think that would count as an Easter egg. Darn. Okay. That is good to know. And I'm glad we are deciding this now after... Uh, this Easter egg do, do you, that I just did. All right, do you, would it be more fair if I give you one more chance? <laughs> I think so. It's not like you ever told me what an all Easter right. egg is. My fast facts. We've got the title, Wig Out, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, the song uh, from the album Mecca and the Soul Brother by the hip-hop duo Pete Rock and CL Smooth, which made me realize the first one was James Brown. The second one was... Uh, uh, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. The third one is Pete Rock and CL Smooth. I looked forward. The next one is Pete Rock. They did a <laughs> cover, a very famous cover of the James Brown song, Soul Brother Number One, hmm. that the first season. So these are all Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, Wigging out is when you like lose your cool, which Luke definitely does in this episode multiple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right, Al. Here's uh, an Easter egg. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. When Misty and Colleen have a drink, they're wearing their comic accurate colors. Hey, you got that directly from IMDb. I am not the one who's under the challenge of Easter eggs. <laughs> I I try not to grab them from IMDb. <laughs> Sometimes, when I've only got the title and one actor, I will go on to IMDb. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, also, uh, Raymond Piranha Jones. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the actor uh, is best known, Chaz Lamar Shepard, uh, best known for 33 episodes of Seventh Heaven, which I've never seen, but I'm guessing is a sci-fi horror show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I all... vaguely remember it. I watched a little bit as a kid, and I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, sci-fi horror. Okay. Uh, he was also in The Nutty Professor. And uh, one episode each of two shows I know you watched, uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and The Blacklist. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, the character, Piranha, Piranha Jones, uh, premiered in Power Man number 30 back in January of 1976. And his superpower was he has sharpened piranha teeth. <laughs> so he, I think he goes with the, remember the terrible, evil power or evil league that uh daisy's dad was making in agents of shield the oh, girl yeah. with the sharp mm-hmm. nails and stuff yeah he goes yeah. he belongs on that team yeah th- does he actually have a power or did he just sh- shave his he, teeth uh he, when he was a child because i looked at it uh <laughs> so this is from memory but uh when mm-hmm. he was a child his teeth rotted out of his mouth and when ah. he was older he got sharp teeth installed okay all right, so it's it's like an augmentation type it's, of thing, yeah, right? Like, yeah, it's more of intimidation because he he was a gangster. He didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, he did bite people in like a fights, but it's like that wasn't like my evil plan. <laughs> I'm gonna bite this guy <laughs> really hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, moving on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm -mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word, not mine. You want to start with Luke or Misty? Uh, Let's start with Luke. All right. Um, so yeah, so he's like they're at the uh, cockroaches' apartment, and he's upset. Uh, like he, like Claire calls the police or calls the uh, ambulance. Who called the police? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's upset at Misty uh, for the uh, and the cops for not doing their jobs. Yeah, he's been he's been saying that since the first episode i think mm-hmm. of the, the season right because he he said that to the i don't know what that guy's job misty's boss right i don't know if he's police chief or, or what but he, he i've been calling him the chief but mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah mm-hmm. okay uh, yeah he's he's kind of been in that like uh yeah i i don't know uh for for a while i thought it was more like him saying like ah you are bad at your job and you need me, a powered person mm-hmm. to do it for you. Loser. Now I think like he's actually annoyed by it. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, mm. he's getting, I mean, he's wigging out. No, I feel so white saying that. Uh, <laughs> he, he, yeah, but he's like, the anger is finally getting the better of him towards mm-hmm. the end of last episode and this episode. Um, yeah, Claire even calls him out uh, for like being overly brutal. Like he's conked people on the head before and knocked him out. Still, in the real world, you shouldn't do that. That will cause brain damage. But oh, yeah, yes. it seems mm-hmm. like it's better than what he did to Cockroach 
at the end of episode two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So better than constantly punching. So I, so I was thinking about this. Is he holding back so that cockroach stays conscious so he can hit him more? Is that what's going on? Because if if one conk to the head, where he's kind of holding back a little bit, knocks people out. <laughs> yeah. What happens when he goes full anger, full right? I mean, I'd have to go back and watch how he's hitting him. But a conk mm. to the head, to the brain, and mm. impact to the face, yeah, that will affect the brain. But you're hitting it differently, so maybe he will stay conscious for longer. Okay. All right, I can take that as a thing. All right. Also, I feel like if Luke Cage completely didn't hold back, the head would have been knocked off in one hit. Yes, I, I agree with, with something like that. Um. Yeah, so he goes home to cool down. I like the one part I really like is he's trying to find the, uh, the Jamaicans, right? The Jamaican yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. So... He's got this map with got these little dots and marks about where all these crimes have been happening. So mm-hmm. to narrow down the Jamaican guy, he just circles all of Brooklyn. Like <laughs> you could just not. Yeah, you could just remember Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh yeah, he heads to Brooklyn. I didn't realize I forgot that Usain Bolt was Jamaican because it's been a long time mm-hmm. since I thought about him. They were all mad that he's fat, that he claims or what ESPN and DW claims that he's faster than Usain Bolt. Yeah, yeah. The in the previous episode, um, mm-hmm. they were doing that. Yeah, someone said that is faster than Usain Bolt. Like, so it's not it's not him claiming. Like they have video proof of him being faster, which is. Surprising. I never, I never saw Luke and thought he runs fast. But I guess no. it's like a more like a strength thing of his legs just pushing off the ground, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's super. I guess it would be super speed. I mean, it's faster than the average man, but it's only like slightly faster than the fastest man. So I don't know if like yeah, it's super for most people, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. it's it's not. It's Captain America speed. speed. Is yeah. it Captain America um, T'Challa Ooh. speed? Yeah. So yeah. So there's the question: Are are the three of them enhanced running speed the same type of enhanced running speed? Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I that's a good question because like Luke's the only one we get times. Like the best mm-hmm. display of speed that we see from Cap and Black Panther is them running together in Infinity War. But that's like just uh-huh. compared to other people. And other people who are have armor and stuff on. True. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, they also have armor and stuff on, but yeah, no, unless, I'm not saying they're yeah. not superhuman, but it's just like a regular human <laughs> yeah. would be slower. So it's like it's hard to judge. True. Um, there's a little bit like if you if we want to do a comparison, we also do see them both, uh, T'Challa and uh, and Cap, uh, running in Captain America: Civil War. There was that whole car oh, chase yeah. scene. Um, so they're, they're able to keep up with a car going, That's true. I don't know, 30, 40 miles per hour, which is, I don't know, 80, 90 kilometers per hour. I don't I don't know what the conversion is, but, you know. Uh, I was going to say it was in kilometers because they were in Germany. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> were they in Germany? I think they were in yeah. Germany. Uh, okay. Yeah, I think that scene was in, in Germany. Yeah. Or no, no, I don't remember where that, oh wait, no. 
they started that scene was someplace, then they get arrested and they go somewhere else. Because I remember we talked about that. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't remember if they start or end in Germany. I think they end in Germany because they're trying to escape um, the plane from the German airport. Um, um that's a th- that was a different scene. So this is yeah, but this they is get when they stuff... first find Bucky. Mm-hmm. No, I know. Oh, but they get their ah, stuff back and they escape and go to the <clears throat> German airport. So I figured they take them gotcha. to Germany. Okay, um, now I see what you mean. Okay, okay. yeah, uh, I find it weird that we have a whole trilogy of Captain America movies and only one of them takes place in America. It bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> Although it is very American to just bring stuff abroad to solve your problems. Yeah, I was trying to trying to word that as a joke too. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I think it fits what we uh, what, what we're used to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Luke tails the Yardie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. With actually surprisingly adept at like making the guy think he didn't follow him and then following him without being noticed. Uh, yeah, it, it worked just enough. I, th- I you're right j- enough to to get the guy there because it was funny because when that guy gets to uh to where he was going, he was like, "Hey, uh, Luke, Luke Cage is behind me. I'm sorry." Yeah, which is <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're not gonna miss that when he's mm-hmm. even if he's like a block behind you, you know he's behind you. <laughs> so he is he's a big guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, he busts in and we get a pretty cool action scene of. I like how. He knocks two guys down, then picks up one of those guys and just throws him off the ceiling, I'm guessing. Yeah, that. Okay, that one specifically, like he he hit a guy and he like so he grabs him, he throws him up and then then some time goes by and we see him fall, which Mm -hmm. which makes me think like that's enough time to go, I don't know, 20 feet in the air. Right. Because that's like a warehouse of some sort. Yeah, maybe fifteen. Let's 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 say fifteen. Let's keep it okay. like it's pretty tall, but it's not super tall. So this guy just fell from fifteen feet. That's that's a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Luke might have killed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or at a minimum, he's disabled paralyzed. in some way, right? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Paralyzed, like something, some permanent damage. I would assume. From that kind of fall, which to be fair, that guy was, um, you know, was trying to uh, kill him, you know, by shooting him with the gun. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, I can't I guess I can't blame him that much. But, you know, everyone in that room knows Luke's going to walk out fine. So, yeah, well, yeah, but they still try <laughs> really hard. Uh, everyone knows who Luke Cage is. Only the like the guy with chains. And we've got, I think, two women. One of them had a bat, and the other had two machetes. Um, <laughs> we had the guy with a machine gun who pulls ricochet and hit his friends. The only mm-hmm. one who might have had a chance because I've no, I mean they saw the explosion in episode one. Like the grenade wouldn't even have done it. In fact, it would have hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. He could have just held his hand out, like palm palm up, and like, all right, so yeah. I guess you guys are all getting hit with some shrapnel. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at this time, he thinks he's looking for he, Nigel. Um, mm-hmm. And he yeah. doesn't see him there. So he's like, okay, mate, well, no. I'm like, is he looking for information? But what does he do after this fight? He just leaves. Yeah. He doesn't even question them. He's like, yep, yeah. here, guys, mm-hmm. FYI. 
now run away, abandon this place, and I'll have to find you again. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I did like in that fight, I was noticing mm-hmm. he still dodges hits sometimes. Like, you know, someone tries to punch him or hit him with whatever. He's still like, he's still dodging, which on one hand, yeah, he doesn't have to. But on the other, just in case anything ever happens to him in the future, it's it's good to keep that instinct. Um, uh, yeah. dodging a person throwing a punch at you. <laughs> and he wants to, like, throw that guy off the ceiling. He doesn't want the guy to break his hand and give up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Luke fights these people for apparently no reason, then goes home. <laughs> well, they fought him for apparently no reason also, right? They they shot him first. Well, I guess he did well, break okay. in. Well, okay, let's okay. talk about the reason. Okay. The reason is Bushmaster wants to see if he's living up to the hype. Uh, true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a reason for it. <laughs> uh, Luke, on the other hand, just leaves. <laughs> All right, guys. Good yeah. fight. He probably went around and shook everyone's hands who still have hands and walked out. All right. And then he goes home and talks to Claire, uh, who I think. Yeah, it's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is, sorry, I'm just trying to remember the timing. So this is after Claire has seen his dad, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So this is the fight where they argue and he punches the wall and then she leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So um, I guess a little bit of a spoiler, not really. Um, they break up here, right? We don't see Claire again i don't i don't think we see her again i was gonna ask you that uh Mm -hmm. do we see her again i'm pretty sure we don't um let's see i'm looking it up so (laughs) okay got it yeah i wasn't sure how to easily look that up uh Um, you go to the marvel wiki and you can actually look at her appearances right yeah but like then you got to look at the the episodes in, in total i guess um yes this is Claire's last appearance in the MCU. Ah, okay. Yeah. She's obviously, you know, uh, she obviously mentioned a few times, but yeah, she <laughs> doesn't show up. Claire still mm-hmm. thinks until forever that uh, Matt Murdock's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're right. Well, no, because he, he shows up again in season three. Well, hmm. I don't remember if it's publicly known. No, yeah, it is. It is publicly known that Daredevil is around in season three. Yes, but she says she's going to uh, Cuba. Um, she's going to Havana to see her uh, her grandmother and mother, I guess, or at okay. least her grandmother. She said. Um, okay. Do you think that news gets to Cuba? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think superhero stuff is like yeah, at that but, point in time, Twitter is still functional. So I think so. Yeah. I think she okay. she I was the trending tab. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm skeptical just because, <laughs> like, yes, superhero stuff gets there, but the um, Devil Hell's Kitchen, who monitors six square blocks of um, of New York, I don't know if that's newsworthy. <laughs> in I a think world people will talk with, about it. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. a world of <laughs> Captain America and the Hulk. Yeah, but. I think eventually that news makes it somewhere. I, I think there's okay. something, yeah. Because this isn't like Captain America and the Hulk like every day. Like you need something. Mm, I don't so, know. Well, yeah. All right. 
Mm-hmm. The the new Spider Man kids everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Luke's uh, blaming everybody else uh, for uh, his problems. His father, Claire, mm-hmm. the cops, and yeah, he just loses mm-hmm. it and punches like a- almost through the wall. <laughs> so here's a question that I have for you. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you can tell he's definitely stressed about stuff, yes. right? It, does it feel like the show is doing a good job of showing you why he's stressed? Because I feel like like I see him stressed, but I don't really feel like I see the reasoning behind it as well. No, no. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think I can headcanon why he's stressed. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like the social media app that stress tracks him, that would be a big stressor. <laughs> but we're not seeing that. Yeah. You're right. We're being yeah. told. Exactly. Yeah, we've got that. I feel like I guess he's stressing himself a lot trying to find, you know, all these the drugs with his name mm-hmm. on it. He's putting that's, it all on himself. Yeah, and I feel like that's really what it is. It's him putting it on himself. You know, there's no other character saying, you're putting this all on yourself. Um, which, you know, I feel like if they just had that. But but yeah, it just felt a little out of nowhere in, in mm-hmm. a sense. Or, you know, just it wasn't earned. Yeah, yeah I, I was actually thinking about that last episode. Was like his reaction i mean yeah uh cockroach is doing a terrible thing beating his <laughs> wife and but that extreme escalation where you can't just conk him on the head or just pull him off i don't think that was warranted uh obviously <laughs> it wasn't but like from a storytelling perspective i didn't see him get to that level right yeah mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, so, yeah, he scares her. And you know what? Like, you should never say an abusive relationship. But if he, yeah, this might be his first temper tantrum, but all it takes is one for him to literally kill her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one <laughs> one wrong thing. And yeah. Yeah, that's that's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and, worse than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, as we said, Claire does not come back. And that's actually good. I don't think someone who's has a family history of abuse, she's making the right decision to leave. And yeah, I feel like we'll talk about it at the end. They should have done a season three. Uh, mm-hmm. But even if she never comes back, I'm like I, that's good for Claire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, especially, uh, all right, are we talking about Claire right now or, or no? I mean, why not? We'll talk about her. Okay. We'll talk yeah. about her in this scene specifically. Yeah. yeah. She said that like, that was her childhood. Right. So mm-hmm. like, as a character, she recognizes, oh, this is bad. I don't want any part of this. I'm bouncing right now. Like, good. Okay, cool. We haven't yeah. seen her with any other relationship. Well, okay, we've seen one other relationship when she dated uh, Matt Murdock for one mm-hmm. episode. Um, and I don't remember why that ended. Th- did they just say it felt weird? Um, oh, you know what? Think- I think something similar happened. Like, I think he came back from a fight or something, and he was, like, all bloody and... She was like, yeah, I can't date a guy I'm constantly patching up. I feel like that's what it was. Yep. Um, Yeah. (laughs) According to uh, Marvel fandom, a temple told him that she was uneasy loving someone so close to becoming what he hates and so willing to put his life in jeopardy. Okay. So, yeah. That feels very deep. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was like some ultimatum, and then he put on the mask and left anyway, according to the one paragraph I just read. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, that, that feels a little deep for how well they knew each other, but all right. 
Cool. You know what? So it sounds like this probably isn't the first time, first two times uh, she's done this kind of thing, which is good. Yeah. Okay. That's healthy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> as far as I know, Cuba doesn't have any superheroes. So uh, I think she's safe <laughs> from falling in love ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it might still have a uh, a secret base for uh, the Black Widows. Um, yeah. For, for that guy. Yeah. But uh um, <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> just that guy yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if there's any Marvel heroes I mean <laughs> there are a lot of Cubans I mean not a lot there are at least 33 Cubans and two of three of them this is the Marvel uh, comics wiki three of them are Fidel Castro's <laughs> so <laughs> okay they're from different universes <laughs> Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's <laughs> all I had for for her, for, for this section. <laughs> for yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, the last bit is we kind of talked about up top. Uh, he walks down to the barbershop and gets rocked by uh, Bushmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knocked out immediately. Yep. yep. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on to Misty. Yeah, let's talk about her. Yeah, so huge change from last season. Now uh, Luke has her back, cause, uh, or she has Luke's back, trying to get him not arrested from Cockroach, where she was kind of after him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so she's becoming obsessive a little bit. Like, this isn't her case. I know, like, she doesn't like Mariah, obviously. But is this just, like... Because she lost her arm, she's, like, focusing on... The, like, why is she focusing on this so much, do you think? Um, I think I think it's a couple of things, but I, I, I think that the number one is her trying to prove to whoever, maybe just to herself or mm-hmm. also to everyone else, that she can still do her job, right, after losing her arm. I think it's all yeah. related to losing the arm. It's pushing herself to complete the job i guess to that effect that's what i'm thinking mm-hmm. okay yeah i mean at least the arm is working out for her because <laughs> having one arm because she's kind of protected from repercussions a little bit uh the, that is true yeah. yeah the chief says he would suspend her but the department the like the higher-ups of the nypd she's a hero so mm-hmm. she's yeah yeah she got her arm cut off by one of the hand, right? Yes. Yeah. She lost her arm in the middle of a uh, mission that the city officially chooses to not recognize. Yeah. So that I was think, going yeah. to my question. It's like, what, did, what do they think happened? How did she lose her arm? Yeah. Um, as far as I know, police don't have black ops, right? Like everything in some way is written down. Mm-hmm. Or suppose at a minimum supposed yeah, to be supposed to be yes 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 um so yeah you're right like I I don't know I guess I mean I guess they could just write lost arm in line of duty perp unknown that like two sentences I mean there's a lot of police paperwork that's effectively that right I've, I mean yeah I've but seen also stuff like that mm-hmm. they're in New York City mm-hmm. maybe perp unknown maybe they won't be like watching there but people. 
I wouldn't be surprised if some psychopath was running around with a katana. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure that happens yeah. every couple of years. Mm. And she did save a billionaire's girlfriend. So, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about also Claire. Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they yes, also Claire, but they probably don't care as much about her uh, <laughs> as true. Danny Rand's girlfriend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about uh, Colleen. Uh, the best part of the show happens where Colleen shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. I really enjoy how she's like not she uh Misty doesn't want her pity and Colleen doesn't isn't giving it to her. She like takes her down when <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She's like, "All right, yeah. cool. Let's let's work out. Let's fight." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like if if uh Misty isn't gonna try, then neither will Colleen, or at least she's not going to make it look like she's trying. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. So yeah, she takes her down. She doesn't take the chi thing seriously. So Miss, so Colleen takes her down, and then they decide to go get a drink. Um, what would? So they start talking about what would you do if you won a million dollars? Al, mm-hmm. would you rather get a car or go to a library or some third thing that's out of anyone's mind? <laughs> if I was given a million dollars, I guess I would. Like, do do I lose the million dollars after that? I don't think so. Okay, then I I guess the library is free, so <laughs> I don't I don't need a car right now. Um, so yeah, I guess I would do that given those two options. <laughs> well, it also, is it a third thing? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess if it's a third thing. You know, I could quit my job uh, and then not I, work for a while. Yeah, I know. Yeah, a million dollars <laughs> in the lifetime, but yeah, get good yeah. number of years out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I I wouldn't buy a Mustang, but <laughs> the car Misty's talking about is like my dream car. <laughs> but like a like a sixties one. <laughs> um yeah, but also I'm yeah, I don't like the someone who has like literally a thousand DVDs. I don't like the idea of wasting money. <laughs> um, like to a car would be a waste of money. I'd probably go for the um Maybe not to London because I've been to London because that's the mm-hmm. library. She wants. It's not just a library. She's not going to the local library. She wants to go mm-hmm. to the library in London. Um, but a trip no. somewhere. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess to be fair, Colleen is dating a billionaire. That's true. This is a stupid question for Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, yeah, you I just don't... hit me. <laughs> yeah, you know, thinking about. You know, where we That's see like them Al, in season two. Yeah. Yeah, Al, Al, this is like me asking you, hey, Al, what would you do with 10 bucks? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's it, yeah. <laughs> that's basically it. Like, now, to be fair, I'm sure she doesn't take advantage of his money. Yeah, yeah. But also, there's a lot of things that she doesn't have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Um, because she's dating a billionaire. And even before he was a billionaire, money meant nothing to him, right? Because he just grew up as a monk. <laughs> yeah. So. Stupid now hippies. he's like, oh, cool, I got money. All right. Woo. <laughs> I will spend hundreds of dollars on clothes that look like they're 20 bucks. Like all billionaires do. <laughs> yep, pretty much. These holes were uh, scientific or <laughs> artistically designed. So mm-hmm. they worth way more than that holeless jeans you have. 
That's right. Except for this one hole. That was from a spear. I dropped it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's been five years since this show came out, right? Yes. Yep. I yep. feel like it's, yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, it's not too late for Dara's The Dragon Show. Like, just right now. <laughs> we don't need anyone <laughs> else. Uh, this The scene of them together and then the fight scene that they have is perfection <laughs> for these Marvel shows. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be great. Um, I mean, let's see. I'm looking up, uh, Jessica Henwick right now, seeing what else she's been in recently. Cause she's, she, she was in some stuff. Okay. Yeah. She's... Uh, I, I think I remember her was in Matrix Re- Resurrections, but she might've done stuff after that. Uh, she, she has, she hasn't had any big roles. Um, like I'm mm-hmm. scrolling through this. There was a Blade Runner show. Okay. Yeah. The animated, uh, I believe. It's animated, I believe. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, she did 12 episodes of that. Um, let's see, she was in The Gray Man, which was this super big production Netflix movie that I watched that, like, it oh. came and went. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, you're the um, only person I know who's watched it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was curious. Yeah, I saw the trailer. I was like, yeah, if I've got time, sure, I'll watch it. Uh, and apparently I found time. Oh, she was in Glass Onion. That's right. Oh, yeah. I like, I like that show. Yeah, and then other than that, seeing what else she's coming doing in the future like all right nothing nothing huge which is surprising because she's very good like i'm Mm -hmm. surprised she's not in anything better and then uh let's see misty knight the actress simone missick what else is she up to um not much let's see oh she's uh, in a tv series that just mm -hmm. ended for 57 episodes called all rise so okay so you, I see you already had it up. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you were looking at one, so like, I guess I should look at the other ones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but she doesn't have anything coming up. Okay. No. Yeah. yeah. This would be perfect. Uh, before Luke Cage, uh, or no, uh, between Defenders season uh, and Luke Cage season two, she was in a show, a movie or a show called Jin. I think is a movie. Uh, so she may show up at any time in a uh, Miss Marvel thing. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, but it is spelled differently. This one's J-I-N-N versus the Miss Marvel Jin is D-J-I-N. It might be two N's. Uh, That's why. Yeah, there are two two Jin. Um, They're both the same thing. Um, Jin is, (laughs) I looked it up, is closer to the Arabic version and D-J-I-N-N is uh, like the Roman, it says Romanized version. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, the the way that you would spell it in a Romanized language. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or genie right, in English. And I can't pronounce it in Englishized. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know what? You know what? We are recording this the day before the Marvels drops. She might be in that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We don't know. <laughs> Highly unlikely, but she might be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get hit on, uh, actually it's a faux hit because this is someone who is actually, uh, going after Misty for convicting her bro- his brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes at this one-armed woman with a pull cue. So he's not the best guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I-, I like this fight because like she forgets about her right arm. Uh, which you might in the moment. I don't know. I'm lucky enough not to have lost it yet. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Colleen's just watching until, uh, until someone tries to come in with a broken bottle and then, the, then it's not fair. So 
two yeah, on exactly. four is, is more fair mm-hmm. than four on one. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, but also, I mean, Colleen isn't just going to sit by the sidelines. Like, we don't want to get a little bit of fun. We'll take out well, one I of these mean, guys. Yeah. She was enjoying it, though. Like, at one point, mm-hmm. Misty looks at her and she's just sipping her drink. <laughs> uh, true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> to be fair, if you're not pitying Misty, Misty would have been able to take all four guys when she was both two armed. It's true. Yeah, she, she would have been. Yeah, she's one of those types of characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anything else for Misty? Uh, no, I've got nothing else for her. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much right. it for her in this episode, I assume. Yeah, I, I think. think. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. No more heroes, right? No more heroes. All right. Cool. Let's take a quick ad break, and then we'll come back and talk about everyone else. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Tony, you're a teacher. What's your secret to relieving stress? Um, drinking heavily. That's a good one. But unfortunately, for legal reasons, not everyone can do that. Legally speaking, you can do the same thing I do, eat four baskets of wings at your local Buffalo Wild Wings, but no one likes being at a Buffalo Wild Wings. No one. So what else is there? I'll tell you what there is. There's the newest app from our friends at Harlem's App Factory, Sleeper. With the Sleeper app, you can follow guided processes for getting to sleep. Sleeper isn't just for helping you sleep. It's for helping you with any kind of calm and relaxing activity. Why is it named Sleeper? Because calm was taken. Anyway, no matter how on edge you are from cleaning up drug dens in the middle of the night, Sleeper will take you from wired to tired in a jiffy. Use promo code MCURewind to get a free basket of boneless wings after completing your first breathing exercise. Hmm. I just realized I told some of my students about this podcast uh, yesterday. <laughs> so hopefully they listened to one episode that came out the week I told them and not this episode. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it, run from it, destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Kill Luke Cage, kill Jessica Jones, and the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Nachos. You work for me now. Mr. Camarena. Well, I mean, Bushmaster. <laughs> or Bushmaster and Mariah. Those are the two I have under villains. Who do you want to start with? Yeah, I have a little bit for shades. But uh, yeah, um, let's start with Bushmaster. Okay. So he just doesn't like Luke because he's the, another big, strong guy in in the place he wants to take over. Yep, that's that's exactly it. He, he wants to have this... Um, a borough? Is that what it's called? This is one of the, yeah, the boroughs yeah. of New York? Okay. He he wants that borough. Says it's his, his uh, birthright. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Which I assume we'll get more history on later. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it's just like, I mean, he's more muscle than... Does, does he strike you as like a big planner? Because <laughs> I feel like 
he could use Luke against Mariah if he were. Yeah, I feel like every so often they try to make it seem like he's he's more conniving. Uh-huh. Uh but really no. Yeah, it really kind of feels like he's got a plan. It's not a great one. It's an okay plan. It it would probably work if he didn't have to deal with a superpowered person. Um but I, I yeah, it's kind of what I feel like. Like it, he's not a big planner. He's just he's okay. He he's good enough to do it and he has yeah. the resources to pull it off. Yeah, um, yeah. One thing about this show on Disney Plus, as which is how I'm watching it right now. Mm-hmm. I remember when I watched this on Netflix when it originally dropped. I had subtitles on, and it translated pretty well what the Jamaicans were saying in their accents, right? Um, uh-huh. Disney Plus's subtitles are completely phonetic. Oh, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> I they help because I can see what they're saying, but also it takes a bit of figuring <laughs> out. Gotcha. Um, so uh, years ago, I read the comic for The Boys, which now is that TV show on, mm-hmm. on Amazon, right? Um, which I will not watch because I read the comic and I don't need any more of that in my life. Yeah. Uh, even That's though why I, I haven't watched The Last of Us because I've played the game, depressed enough. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Even though everyone keeps saying the show is great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. All right. Anyway. Um, so there was a, a in that comic toward, closer towards the end where uh, the main character and I can't remember any of their names now, um, but the, the guy who huh? I don't know. I, I've, I've only watched one episode. So I said Homelander, oh. <laughs> the only character's name I know. <laughs> ah, that's fair. Not him. Uh, the Scottish guy. Um, the the guy who oh, um, was dra- when he was drawn he was modeled after Simon Pegg. Uh, oh, hmm. at least I think I always saw the picture and just thought, oh, that looks like Simon Pegg. Okay. Um, uh, so is it the Carl Urban character? <laughs> no, not him. No, okay, he's... then I don't know who you're talking about. You, our <laughs> listeners have probably watched the show, so continue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, he he was uh, yeah. Uh, he he's like the most normal of the hero type characters. Good guys, sure. Maybe. Okay. I, again, I haven't seen the show, so I, I oh, don't know. But okay. let's say, okay. sure. Um, anyway, uh, so he's... Uh, maybe that's different in the show, but in the comic, he's a Scottish guy. And at some point, he goes to Scotland. And everyone is talking with the Scottish accent, mm-hmm. so they have to write it that way in the comic. And just reading that, like, just just broke my head for the evening. Because uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> cause it's... You're doing a translation, right? You're real-time translating. Uh, which you wouldn't think for a type of English, but no, it's, it's a, it's a a translation. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, Stephen King does that all the time with like main, the main accent It's just like, yeah. I was like, no, okay. (laughs) This makes it easier to read, I guess. Not really. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I did not know that about Stephen King. I'm sure that shows up in a bunch of other things too. I just, oh yeah. No, <laughs> um so one thing he does pronounce in a way I can definitely understand he pronounces the word Stokes very well because mm-hmm. when Shades comes and visits on ber- behalf of Mariah Dillard he corrects him. Yes. Well he keeps yeah. doing that too in yeah, other yeah, episodes. That's, yeah. That's almost like mm-hmm. his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah, he he buys out uh the Mariah's like gun business, apparently without like negotiating, he and throws mm-hmm. in a free head, which is nice. 
Yeah, no, it's always good. You never know when you're going to need one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Then he does a, obey a ceremony. Yeah. There's not much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like he he isn't in it for too long in the episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, moving on to Mariah. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. She has Tilda over for dinner, right? And Tilda kind of recounts uh, the dark past that of that she remembers in Mama Mabel's house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, them trying to hide the crimes from her, people, strangers come in the house, whispers, um, like in the hallways, uh, and immediately after she says they're getting out of that business or that's like in the all in the past, shades come in the house, and then she goes in the hallway and whispers about crimes so Tilda doesn't hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean I've never been estranged from my family, but it's just like how how, how does she still believe this is okay? <laughs> Who Mariah? How does Mariah Tilda still think? Tilda. Oh Tilda. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because she was literally just saying, mm-hmm. uh, oh, there were times where I couldn't go into certain rooms because of things that I don't know. And she very clearly knows, you know, there were there were probably crimes being committed. Um, or did she even say something about that? Or she was just implying that? I think she was implying it. OK, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I either mean, way. Yeah. yeah, she knows everyone knows who Cornell Cornell was. So True. like they mm-hmm. knew it was part of the family, and I bet, I bet even like Mama Mabel and stuff, they know who she was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and then if you assume Apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, mm-hmm. like unless it's on like right on a hill, sort of thing, and then it rolls. Well, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, yeah, and then it gathers moss and snowballs into a big, you know, whatever, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm picking yeah. up what you're putting down. Which apparently okay, was cool. an apple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Apples. Um, this episode brought to you by apples, which should have gone in the ad read, but no, this is this is yeah. it. Um, Not Apple computer, apples. Right. Yeah, apples. Yeah, the edible thing. Mm-hmm. Still, yeah. not Apple computer. Uh, <laughs> I mean. Yeah, Granny Smith. Uh, granted, anything can be edible if you try hard enough. That's true. But it shouldn't be. Uh, anyway, where was I going with this? Yeah, uh, no Tilda idea. should know her, her mom is still doing crimes. And her mom is just stupid for trying to reconnect with her daughter and falling back into, well, not back into habits because that was literally the plan. Um, this is, uh, yeah. you know, what? actually going back to this, uh, Mariah, why does she want, why is she reconnecting with her daughter? Like, is it because she does, wants to use her for political gain? I mean okay. that and remember that was, okay. yeah yeah I so I remember that was brought up but I actually could not remember like do we see that when Mariah sees Tilda she's like she's actually happy like she really wants to see her daughter again or does Mariah just see her daughter as this person who she uses for herself right for that person I, and I I agree with it sorry go ahead I think it's a little bit of both now I think she went to her okay. for the personal gain thing Mm-hmm. And now she's reconnecting with her daughter. And it's like, maybe I do want this. Cause like she's pushing shades away uh, to talk to her daughter and stuff like that, which if she didn't care about Tilda at all, mm-hmm. she wouldn't be doing that. 
That's true. Yeah, she is. She is kind of hiding Tilda from the rest of her life. But then again, if Tilda knew anything about that, like stuff with shades, yeah, uh, she'd probably run out immediately. Mm, as she should. But okay, all right. Yeah. And then, and then Mariah wouldn't be able to use her for political gain. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which she does in this episode because she invites her to <laughs> yes. the fundraiser. Yes. Yeah, but they do have that one nice mother-daughter moment where she says, um, "the the good alcohol is over there." Until the oh, I mean, yeah, over there. Yeah, but that's that's about it. <laughs> that's probably the only good moment moment the two of them will have the entire season. I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. They actually have a like scene at the end of this where uh she come uh tilda comes uh, to see mariah and says yeah I'm, i honestly believe you and I'm like, really she just did two things they're a little <laughs> sketchy yeah yeah exactly oh that's right she shows up at the nightclub at the end of the episode yeah, yeah after yeah. mariah blackmails the guy <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah yeah all right well we'll see how long this lasts <laughs> yeah um, we get a little bit of Mariah's backstory, uh, that her husband was a doctor and, um, mm-hmm. he went to help the people of Nicaragua and then he got shot and killed the day she found out she was pregnant. So mm-hmm. that's why she had to go back to mom and Mabel. So I'm, I'm wondering, I don't think Tilda's had like knew this story, why she lived with mom and Mabel, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's, it makes her seem to probably to Tilda is just like, Oh, I understand you a little better. Yeah. I guess that makes uh, some more sense, right? That like growing up, she probably assumed like, Oh yeah. Single mom. It's easier to, you know, stay with this family. Uh, but yeah, if you don't know the exact reasons behind it, like, yeah. Okay. Like, Oh, Hey, mm-hmm. learning about my history. Woohoo. Yeah. And that's uh, like the, Mariah's and the Bushmaster stuff is all, then this season is all about the history coming to bite you in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she successfully blackmails a donor. Yeah. I think we talked about everything else. Uh, and shades comes in with money. Uh, what did shades mm-hmm. do with the head? <laughs> well, he probably has. A guy. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he has a guy They're They're used to, I feel like they're used to killing people and, and knowing what to do to, to cover it up. So, mm-hmm. Or he just did it himself. He just chucked it somewhere. Yeah, yeah, and then you gotta clean all that money. But whatever. Yeah, that's that's the annoying part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said yeah, he you didn't had... show any of the blood money to Mariah. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I did have something else for Shades. Shades. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. Just the one thing. It seems like Shades is starting to like stand up to Mariah um, because she's she's bossing him around, like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know their their relationship their work their their relationship in season one was definitely you know boss employee kind of thing right like she was yeah. the the leader this season they're they're more you know together but I feel like in his mm-hmm. mind they're equals and in her mind they're still not equals and he's I feel like he's starting to like be unhappy about that yeah I don't think Mariah's ever had a partner mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe her husband. We don't know anything about that. There could have been. Well, I, I, that, like, yeah, but yeah. I feel like this guy who went to Nicaragua to help the less fortunate people there. I think that was her first attempt to go legit. 
And then she tried I to be a council. Yeah. yeah, she went and tried to be a councilwoman, uh, somewhat successfully. But then Cornell stuff happened, and she had to take over that part of the business. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I think she doesn't want to be a crime boss, but she kind of fell into it. Yeah, yeah, and eventually, at some point, it just becomes second nature. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Uh, no, nothing else for villains. Oh, I have one thing. Uh, Stephanie, mm-hmm. aka Billy, uh, mm-hmm. is a spy for the Ardies, or <gasps> dun, 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 or the Jamaicans, because we mm-hmm. find out something next week. But yeah, yes, that's right. All right, yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right, going on to the guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people with abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. We got Claire for the last time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't have much to say about her. We've kind of already talked most yeah. about most of her yeah. stuff in the episode. Uh, uh, do you have anything we else? We have the only major scene we have about her that we haven't talked about is her visiting Luke's father. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's very, he's not like, he's not the man that Luke thinks he is from this one interaction. And she takes it very much at face value. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, if you are going to a new parishioner versus your son, you're going to act differently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it says something very wise is like you can't save someone else if uh, you you haven't saved yourself first. It's like mm-hmm. it's that old like adage like you can't love anyone until you love yourself or um, mm-hmm. don't be a rose. Move over on that door. <laughs> OK, OK. Don't remember not... that one, but I'll trust you. <laughs> yeah, well, he does. He does talk about Rose. <laughs> ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh, all right. That's what yeah, you were saying. I it. just com- it went completely over my head. Now I get it. A Titanic reference. Almost yeah. an Easter egg because it's a little hidden. Okay. <laughs> I am not a fan of like special editions of movies, but I think James Cameron, come on, just CGI that door a little smaller or make Rose a little bigger. <laughs> make uh, yeah, Rose yeah. eight feet tall through the entire thing so that door <laughs> wouldn't be big enough for two of them. <laughs> Uh, oh, fun fact. I learned this this past mm-hmm. week from a, a podcast. Um, so in the Titanic, you know, there's the scene where um, where the you know, Titanic's going up and then like a guy falls like he's like, oh, I'm going to jump and then like hits yeah. the propeller or whatever. Yeah. And he's like falling for what feels like forever. And it's it's hilarious. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that first happened, like because that was all that stuff that was CGI and the guy who did it, like, I guess, did the math to like figure out what it would look like, you know, how, how long would the the fall be? How much would this person turn that kind of stuff? And uh, so he made it and then he like double checked his work. Like, yeah, this is definitely a realistic interpretation of what would happen here. And then James Cameron saw it and he said, I need him to, to spin more, right. Or, or, uh, or this to be longer. I I need, I need Mm -hmm. more of, of that. So the guy was like, okay. So then they, they altered it to be, the fake uh and the funnier way that we yeah. see it now which is after the guy hits the propeller or whatever the cgi model shrinks so that way um 
it's still falling like the same amount on your screen, but like it's smaller. So there's more spins and, and mm. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That would have been a good fa- uh, fast fact. Cause that is a fact. What happened? Is a f- <laughs> well, yeah, that is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not exactly an Easter egg, but that is related to this episode. Anyway, it's too yeah. late now. You know what? You should have saved that for 12% of the plan. Cause I don't have anything for that section. <laughs> oh, I do have something for that, but anyway. oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't have anything else for Claire in this yeah. scene or anything else. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to your 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah. So, um, you know, in the previous episodes, uh, my Easter egg was the director. And you know what? I should have put that for, for this one. But the director of this I was, episode... I was, I was ready to uh, argue that one, too. Because, like, <laughs> unless it was someone significant like Lucy Liu. Come on. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, fair. Uh, but the director <laughs> is uh, Mark Jobst, who has some other nerd cred, actually. Right. So uh, he's done one or two episodes of other, uh, basically every single one of the Netflix MCU shows, hmm. um, except my not, I'm not saying Iron Fist. So he's done all of the others. Uh, so he's, oh, no, he's you done know the good ones. Yeah, you know what? No, I'm sorry, I'm lying. I'm not seeing Jessica Jones, so never mind. Oh, well, uh, never mind. Just the, the three, Punisher, Luke Cage, and Daredevil. So, all right, and and not even... Just the manly uh, ones. Defenders. Yep, yeah, that's it. All right, cool. So he did that. Uh, he directed one episode of Runaways. Um, yeah, and then he's also done some other nerd type of things. He did uh, two episodes of The Witcher, uh, two episodes of One Piece, which just came out on Netflix, and everyone seems to love that. And... So- mm-hmm. He seems like a Netflix guy. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a Netflix guy, uh, except for a couple things, you know, like the Runaways, which is Hulu. Yeah. Um, Black Sails, I don't know what that is. That was uh, Hannibal. On... Okay. Black Sails was on Cinemax, or I think Cinemax. One of the services I don't, never had, because I watched a few <laughs> episodes with my friend, and I was never able to watch the rest. Okay, got it. Um, but lastly, this director also did two episodes of Jupiter's Legacy that very short-lived uh, show on Netflix that was superhero, like, retired family thing. Oh, I never watched it, was, it. I just heard it was horrible. It was supposed to be, like, the opening of the Mark Millar uh, Cinematic Universe, <laughs> and it just flopped terribly. It is the mummy <laughs> of the Mark Miller <laughs> Cinematic Universe. Oh, oh, I did not know that that was supposed to, like, launch all of this other stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, because that was, that was a show that, like, it came out because, you know, Netflix drops everything on the same day. Yeah. Uh, except for like a handful of shows. So this one came out. And then like, what was it? A week later? Not even a week later. They said, all right, we're canceling it. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. OK. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. All right. Well, Al, mm-hmm. how are we going to read this episode? I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? How many 
um, bad uh, u- universes. Uh, how many bad cinematic universes do okay. you give this episode? Um, I was actually going to give this five out of five, but because you... his rage doesn't have motivation, you have convinced me to bring it down <laughs> to four and a half out of five. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I really like this episode. Um, I don't like what Luke is doing, but as a piece of television, I really enjoyed it. Um, so I'm going to give it obviously the dark universe, uh, Mark uh-huh, Millar's cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it, uh, the dark tower universe that uh, that dark tower movie was supposed to jumpstart. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it, let's see, there's got, Oh, the best failed universe, the DC extended universe. <laughs> And I'm looking at Michelle for another universe. Um, I don't know. What's another universe that's failed? <laughs> All right. Well, since I'm not going to uh, actually yeah, name any, I'll give you the only one that comes to mind. Okay. That's left. Um, it's not an official universe, but like the the Disney movies universe, like like they might all be in the same universe, like a uh, haunted mansion and jungle oh, cruise, the Disney you, ride you, you universe. Could, yeah. The ride universe. Yeah. Okay. Like it's, it's possible. Oh. They're all in the same. Okay. Universe. I, 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 will I would say, that. I will yeah. say that. Oh, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm going to go oh, okay. with, because I don't think that's failed yet. <laughs> I don't think it's even been <laughs> attempted yet. Um, uh, true, I'm going to yeah. give it, uh, the space jam two universe. Cause they were going to start crossovering all the WB properties. Mm, yep yeah that would have yep. that would have failed if it yes if it became a thing okay all right i'm not going to name any universes but i am okay. actually going to give it a, a much lower score two and a half wow yeah i know right um i did not care for this episode um the stuff mariah was doing was just kind of it felt like it was just set up for stuff that'll happen later at least the first half of the of, of her stuff which was going on mm-hmm. Um, like I said, Luke's anger seemed forced, even with Claire, like, like they just, like, kind of like what James Cameron said, the script said that Claire had to leave. So yeah, she left, right? That's, that's what it felt like for, for that kind of stuff. So yeah, I just did not care for, for the stuff in this episode, um, and too much setup for later things. Yeah. Okay. I don't think setup is always necessarily bad. Which you send uh, <laughs> to say? I I agree. I guess when I say too much setup, I mean the setup is things happen, but it takes time. And as a one-off episode, it's not enjoyable because of that. Like, yes, I'm sure I will enjoy that two or three episodes down the line. Like the stuff that okay. is set up, it will pay off. But when it's just set up, then. What what value do I gain out of this episode? Like nothing. I'll get value out of a later episode, sure. But yeah, yeah. and and that's that the, that's the part that I don't care. Yeah, that's the problem with the Netflix shows and maybe the Disney Plus shows when we get there because they're all kind of portrayed as single movies that spread out over either thirteen or six episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. No one between thirteen or six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no nine for Wandavision. <laughs> <laughs> that was nine. Okay, I think some are eight. Also, um, I might be thinking of the Star Wars stuff, but I can't remember. And then I, I guess Daredevil so is going to be eighteen. So, I, so. Yeah. well, again, we'll see. We'll see with all this re. 
That's true. There are Five, other things, but usually it's six or 13. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. Okay. All right. So, everybody, join us next time as we cover the next episode of Luke Cage, episode four, I Get Physical. And remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and give us that five-star rating. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind is signing off. Have a marvelous day. Circulators in the vein, something about the cracks on your brain. Like I know cane, I train to ease any pain. Yeah, get your wig loose, I relieve tension. The path to my lesson is the highway to heaven. Plus, what a rush, catch another one flush. Now you got a crush, making dames wanna blush. I stop out your campfire, liar, retire. Cause none of these home fries here is all right. The wiggy wig, dig a big break, known to break them like a twig. Give me beef, cause I don't eat pigs. Who runs the joint with the flavors in the burning? A one life to live as the world keeps turning. More take a draw than react. To contact uh, a buzz from my cuz I back as a fact yeah, just like yeah. the reverend I make you want to jump and shout CEO smooth what? got the wig out, just the wig out. Just the wig out. Uh.